Incoming transmission. Good morning, good morning. This is Tanuki Ranch, and just like you, I'm trying to unpack the enigma that is Altered State Machine. The goal of this recording is to help the community get caught up with everything ASM related. Just think of it as a quick, unofficial recap that you can listen to while making your coffee. Some AMA answers I'll read nearly verbatim so that I don't mix up the technical concepts. Other questions, I'll just provide a brief summary. For community brainstorms, we're just having fun speculating what might unfold in the future. These recordings are entirely for the community, so hit me up on Twitter or in the Discord and let me know what you'd like to hear next. I would strongly encourage you to check out any topics discussed in their entirety and head to the Discord server for the source material. That link can be found in the show notes. As a reminder, I'm simply relaying the questions and answers from a previous recording. This is in no way meant to be financial advice. Do your own research and don't make choices just because my summary or interpretation wasn't accurate. Are you ready? Suspend disbelief with me and try to keep up. Here we go. All right, welcome back, guys. Uh, if you're joining us via video, we've got R2, PJ Glitch, and Zapdart. How is everybody? Very good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Blown (laughs) away by the AMA. Yeah. So, you know, I I guess to start, we could say there are a few things in life that are certain, you know, paying taxes, (laughs) the sun goes down at night and it rises again in the morning. And when ASM calls a midweek AMA on short notice, you know that it's going to be loaded with alpha and uh, they they didn't disappoint. So hence the the emergency uh, meeting here today. Um, what I thought we could do is talk about the reactions of the things that we learned last night. Um, does that sound good to everybody? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think the one thing that I think I, um, it's worth just adding at the start, which didn't really dawn on me until today when I started reflecting on the AMA and listening through it again was clearly, and this is a good thing because it shows the team is thinking about this. Clearly the reason for last night's AMA and alpha leak was the end of the LBA lockup. They want to make sure that there isn't this flood of people getting out of that, even for the community's sake, in the sense of, you might just think, oh, you know, it's done okay, I'm not that, you know, there's been a bit quiet on the on the, on the ASM front, I'll just take out some Astro out instead of, you know, maximizing your Astro energy, all of the positive things that are coming. So an opportunity to remind us about all the great things that we already knew, plus dropping, additional bits of alpha to be like well i'd be crazy to be you know Mm. taking my money out of the lba and selling my asto and putting it into whatever gutter cats or whatever the latest thing is that people want to buy nothing against gutter cats all other cats are available (laughs) we're friends with everyone yeah that's a really good call out phil i think um you know that was evident as they they started off the discussion around asto energy and the various use cases around that um, so exactly as you're describing, you know, what happens when the LP is done and, you know, maybe for the uninformed, um, seeing perhaps a decline in ASTO price, wondering, you know, should I be freaking out or is everything okay? Um, does anybody recall what those ASTO energy use cases are? Let's maybe start there. Yeah, so obviously we've got the genome mining. And then it sounded like you would be able to use Asto Energy for the actual splicing of all stars, which is, uh, I guess you could say like spawning or breeding type thing to to basically create more. 
And then I guess I wasn't clear on what else, if there was more than that. I think they mentioned, someone asked a question about kind of the currency in game on some of these, uh, you know, some of the games coming in. And there was, I think the answer said that some items could use, some elements of the game dynamics could use um, AE, the Astro, uh, the Astro Energy, and some could use Astro or potentially, I guess, another, another coin. So yeah. I recall uh, David saying specifically generating assets. So I guess genome mining, splicing um, all stars as well, and hopefully splicing uh, Genesis brains um, would require Asto energy. Um, and then I also remember, I think, yes, later on in the AMA, someone was uh, asking something and he did mention that Asto comes up in weird places. So I'm guessing somewhere unexpected, maybe outside of a, I'm, I'm maybe speaking outside of ASM, but within the ecosystem, or I, I don't know, but he, he did, he sort of said that um, kind of cheekily, um, but then they didn't want to expand there. Yeah, I mean, and this is sort of jumping ahead, but I did notice that um, they, in the discord, they created like a, a new type of logo and it's basically the traditional ASM, but they've kind of flipped it on its side. And to me, it looks like almost like a portal. And, uh, you know, from, from what DGen Trader Girl, from, from what Aaron said yesterday with the, the scene, which we can kind of get into a bit later, that the airdrop, there was almost a portal that she said that was created through Asto Energy. Um, and so it'd be interesting to see, you know, obviously this is getting outside the scope a little bit of, of Altered State Machine, but just in terms of the ecosystem, is that going to be porting us to other places in this? future verse metaverse within asm fluff world and, and kind of beyond it's kind of quite yeah. interesting that makes sense with a weird places comment um, yeah <laughs> some subtle alpha maybe i don't know yeah yeah thinking we know you know maybe 15 percent of what's actually happening and and they find joy amazing how much alpha must get dropped on these calls that we don't even know it's alpha because yeah. it's like it's only yeah. alpha when you look back and you go Ah, on that AMA 13, when they said blah, 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 and you go, that makes sense yeah. now because that was this thing they've just announced. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, along totally. those lines, I think one of the things David's mastered, other than anything contract related, whether that's contracts for Ethereum-based contracts or contracts for uh, you know partnership contracts, is the art of uh, sort of subdued innuendo and you know yeah. the small <laughs> inflections in his voice that, that tell all without <laughs> telling anything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, just even the nuance. I mean, it's fun that different community members and, and like Nick, you've done a great job of doing like recaps of different AMAs, but it's sort of lost when the only recap you get is like a, a six point bullet versus, you know, someone that goes by and it's like a six page document of kind of everything that was said. And so it's just like, yeah, it's loaded. But that's why I always, that's why I always like to listen to the AMA because <clears throat> what is amazing is the way questions get answered you can read an answer to a question and just be like oh so he said that whereas right. the pause the slight giggle the you know and it happened <laughs> a few times yesterday you know and it's yeah. and that's really yeah i think you missed that and i might be relaying what happened in an ama to a friend and i'll be saying oh they said this this and this but i can't convey 
the conviction I might feel from that call or the response by just what that person said. And that's why obviously all these additional things are really useful and the more people do the better. But it's like listening to the AMA and ideally listening to it to again makes such a massive difference. And even listening back to the one from before or before then so you can kind of just get a sense for the language, how things are changing, maybe picking up on little breadcrumbs, but we will find out in the end. We're just all um, impatient, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, certainly. It, it did help that um, we had a substitute teacher. You know, it's always more fun with a substitute teacher. And I think Ice did a great job hosting. Oh, yeah, and, good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think they just got to keep the train running with Isaac and Aaron because they're both super well spoken <laughs> and they're uh, hungry, maybe hungrier for Alpha than. I, yeah, they they definitely love Alpha, so that was great. That's why I think there's, there's this reason with the LP, because you could tell it was literally like Aaron was kind of like, okay, we've got these 12 pieces of Alpha that we've probably talked about that we're happy to get out. And be like, oh, on that note, what about <laughs> Alpha number six? Are we ready to drop yeah. that now? And it's like, obviously, yeah. some stuff came out outside of that. But you could tell there was a case of, come on, we want to hit these points. We want to make sure this is stuff we're happy to share and let's do it. Um, yeah. I, there was one bit where I got confused and where I thought Isaac was saying this big announcement that David was being a bit coy about. Um, and I was like, if you want to drop that, you can. And then like, they just moved on to the next thing. But right. I, that would have been good. That would have been a bit. Yeah. I, I associate it with like, you know, the professional football player that uh, got signed for their you know, boyhood team growing up that they're, they're like just as much a fan as they are a player. I feel like yeah. that was what Isaac did so well. You know, he was just yeah. like right at the front row seats with all of us just wanting to know what happens. <laughs> um, one other thing that we haven't touched on relating to Asto Energy and its use cases in the immediate term was around arena upgrades. And this was one of the things that Aaron was excited to talk about that, um, you know, arena owners could opt to use Asto Energy to, for example, put billboards within the arena or change the billboards out. Um, you know, a lot of, I guess, upgrade potential. And I've never really thought about that as an Asto Energy use case. No, because I mean, it's, it's been talked about before about the idea of sponsorship, the idea of, you know, potentially the arenas being able to get sponsorship. And we've talked in, the, in past AMAs about would that be something that's led by ASM or the individual arenas owners kind of being responsible for their own sponsorship, et cetera, et cetera. And so I assume that to have sponsorship, you'd need a canvas to put them on. But the idea that that's kind of gamified and you're investing in your arena by spending your hard-earned Astro Energy, your hard-created Astro Energy, to be able to say, I want more billboards, I want bigger billboards, I want cameras that I can then use for other marketing or sponsorship or whatever. I, you know, I don't know. The, the, uh, the possibilities are endless. But yeah, that was, that was good. And, that was, and it just shows you the, 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 you know, the way that their team is thinking about making use and improving and adapting and gamifying all this and making it kind of a fun decision and having a bit of game theory around it. Do I spend all of my Astro Energy on, on maximizing this or do I spend it on splicing my all-stars or do I spend it on upgrades you know obviously not everyone's in a fortunate enough position to have an arena but you know there's there's going to be other things like that they talked about items which we might come on to oh, yeah. Yeah. which was a, which was a yeah threw me slightly because yeah but but I did think it was cool I mean sort of that like okay if you're a boss then or you own you've got a good 
kind of make a lot of those decisions but then one thing that they'd also brought up to be individual uh stadiums or arenas you know based on like the soup they'll play a role in, in kind of creating value and uh really shaping the direction of uh of what you would want to turn this arena in whether that is um artwork or tournaments or um you know, just kind of, kind of anything. And, and especially if it's uh, upgradable, then you can have kind of a DAO like approach to, okay, we've got this amount of ASTO energy collectively. What do we want to vote on? Do we want to, you know, upgrade the cameras or do we want to, you know, I, I don't know, but it's, it's just quite an interesting thing to kind of think about. I was also thinking that, you know, if, you know, they gamify how you can set up your arena, um, the the DAO or the person who's able to make the most engaging or interesting experience for people maybe they get the high profile games and then you know they then there's um economic uh machinations that can be applied to that but um i think that'll be also another aspect to it yeah possibly. i mean even if you've got like let's say a, a DAO and you just have like a lot of generous people then they can put up kind of large prizes and then over time kind of build that uh that clout around an individual arena that that people want to come in and play and um kind of or yeah and whatnot i think this topic also opens the door for a really healthy economic sustainability model you know i think when you look at play and earn gaming one of the biggest pitfalls that has you know candidly yet to be addressed is uh, burn mechanics and, you know, not just having everybody come and leech, uh, try to earn Asto for playing and not, you know, have that sort of uh, closed loop of, of consumption. So I think when you introduce things like arena upgrades as a burn mechanic and items, you know, maybe that, you know, the notion of upgrades doesn't just stop at arenas. Maybe you can upgrade your all-stars in some way, who knows? Um, all of those are really good opportunities to burn um, Asto. Definitely. Um, that would lead us to the next major talking point. And this also came really early in the AMA, got everyone really excited. There were like, you know, four or five follow-up questions on it. And that was David's conservative estimate of uh, in the midterm, 1 million brains will be needed. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I loved it. So it went through the conversation, it was medium term, David said. Aaron said short to medium term. Um, David said um, conservatively a million. Later on, he said seriously conservatively a million. I think Aaron said uh, more way, more than a million. And it was kind of like, you know, the nuance around that, but it was, it, was, it was interesting. We basically got a few questions. What's short to medium term? Obviously, they've, they said they'd signed a big deal, which is what I think they, were, they made it sound like a lot of these with millions of fans, I think they said. So there's obviously a, um, a sense they said of billions. Billions. I feel of like fans. they said Sorry. billions. Bill, did, I yeah. mean, does Epic Games or EA even have billions? Well, <laughs> this is why. I mean, I mean, this is community speculation, but my money is somewhere. FIFA is probably in there somewhere, and the reason I think it could be FIFA um, is because uh, several AMAs ago, or maybe maybe early in the year, they did say that they're in talks with a major sporting league. Um, they've already got AFA. Um, and there's been the mention of GOATS, 
Um, we've already had one go with Muhammad Ali. Um, there was speculation of maybe one from football. Um, and in the recent AMA, someone did ask about, uh, is there going to be another football game? Which I thought was an interesting question because we already have AFA. Yeah. And then David yeah. said, I can't answer that. Um, well, he, yeah. he took it a step further and he interpreted that as American football and was starting to address the question that way. Yeah. And then the person was like, no, 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 real football. Proper football. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, is there similar to Muhammad Ali where it's a branded name brand? Yeah. Do you have that? And that's when his response was, I can't answer, I that. Can't answer that. Well, yeah. I so, mean, but, but didn't Aaron had say that the, the men, the, the, these arenas by design are meant to be fully interoperable. And so I would think that that would be between different, um, you know, football games or whether it is American football or other types of sports games that you can maybe customize. Like maybe you do need that customizable upgrade if you want to convert this into a basketball cart or a tennis court or, you know, whatever. Um, don't, give I think, ideas of, don't give them ideas <laughs> of having to charge us more Astro Energy. For these <laughs> I know that's a given. It's all these things. You don't need to spend any of your Astro Energy on that. Just if you want another camera in the cloakroom. Like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Neon City is just going to be the Asto printer, yeah. so I think exactly. it'll be okay. <laughs> but we, we need, um, but so we've Building got, brand. what's the short, medium term? And then also the number, and that's why I kind of tried to just get my head around the games that they've talked about. So we, we know, so the games that we know, or kind of know, is AFA and the Next Legends, mm -hmm. which have been officially announced. Burn down, which he, I mentioned, but he didn't sort of talk about that. But that's bit that's a that's an ASM yeah. AI generated car racing game that's part of Atom Car Club. So those are the three that we know. And, of. and then Crypto Walkers is Crypto sort of Walkers more of like a fringe. No details around that, but the ASM and Crypto Walkers have got a collab. And then um, then there's talk of one or two Fluff World games has been mentioned before in the AMAs. So that's kind of those six. And, and then, then did, did, did he mention like a rugby game at one he point? He did a while ago. Yeah, he a did. A while ago? He did. Yeah, he did. Um, Not this AMA. Yeah, and no, no, it was, a, it was actually a long time ago. Um, and um, Brian reminded me about it uh, more recently. Yeah, because they were talking about yeah, the Jonah Lomu stuff, weren't they? And like that, yeah. the idea. And obviously, you know, obviously New Zealand is well known for yeah. its rugby. Um, and that, so you've got, but then on top of that, we've got the idea of things that were mentioned is millions, billion fan base, new, yeah. huge collaboration, can't talk about, a soccer, a football, potential game that can't answer. And then um, another AFA game that was generated in-house as a demonstration game or oh, as a, yeah. That but was the, then expanded on potentially in a third party. And, and they may have alluded to like a Super Smash Bros fighting type game a while oh, ago as well. well. So yeah. and then it's possible it's that. Yep. Yeah. And then obviously via my backdoor question via Chasing Tales, I was saying like, Erin, what's your favorite <laughs> That was game? you, huh? Oh, yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's what she, yeah. Yeah, I had to take credit for that. So I was so pleased, Rich. Uh -huh. went back onto the call to ask it. She's good, isn't she? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, to when she then said the first of several games that are non-AFA that are playable in arenas. So the first of several means either we're talking about a few of those games we've already touched, touched upon, or there's a few more that are either agreed, signed, or in the works, or potentials. So we've got, we're talking then, like we're getting back to the whole point of a million brains. We're talking 
maybe 10-ish, maybe more games that were either currently in development or are more or less developed or are agreed legally and are about to be started on. So you can understand why any of those, any of those things could, could create big demand. And this is the bit that I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about specifically. So I think that this is a brilliant strategy and that this creates ASM as this AI within gaming protocol. So you're not buying into a game studio or you're not buying into a particular game. You're buying into a protocol that any game that wants to incorporate AI can, can do. But on top of that, you, you're building into a, buying into a community. You're also buying into potentially between 40,000 and X million fully rigged characters plus arenas, places to play games, etc. So that I think is good. Now, one of my friends um, had a different opinion and his thought was um, what maybe people should be doing, what maybe ASM should be doing is finding out what game they want to focus, focus all their effort and energy onto that game, get that game out, make that game as good as it can be and make that a hit, as opposed to what I guess he referred to as a scattergun approach. Now, I kind of feel like if this is going to be a big success, the more examples of games that could hit hit big out there that people can see and then they can maybe choose to take that further or in a different direction is a good thing. But I just wonder what you guys think on that in terms of is it better to put all your exit? I mean, would we have A for now? Would we be playing A for now with all the tokenomics if it wasn't for all of these other what I consider to be positive distractions? And what also, I think, what I, my response to my friend was, I think where I sit is, I don't think David and the team has kind of put a foot wrong, at least in how they've communicated what they've been doing to us. And I think there's an element of, we won't know all of these things. We won't know the level of collaborations, the level of games, the potential that they are seeing. So we just have to trust in the management to, to be able to make the decisions that we think would be best for the community. And the fact that all the way along, They've, it's definitely been community first when they're driving value, when they're trying to give rewards, when they're trying to maintain additional rewards. They're, they're constantly responding like they did with you and I, R2, on when we, I think we both gave our feedback oh, yeah. to Suda and said, what's the additional benefit to being in the LBA? Is there any? And they looked at that and said, yeah, there should be some continued reward for you know, having your money locked up and providing liquidity to the community and that things like that. Most most protocols wouldn't do that, but they've chosen to. So that's a slight bit of a side. But to me, it's that basis of trusting that with all of their information, they're going to do the right thing. But I guess there is, like my friend, people out there who will be thinking, why why aren't we playing AFA? When AFA? When, when can I start yeah. earning ASTO, paying ASTO, building my amazing team? maybe having little baby all-stars when 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 <laughs> so what do you, you know, what do you guys think i mean it's it's definitely an interesting kind of a trade-off in, in two approaches and i honestly think both models can be successful and, and the way that i think about it is that if you have seen some of the posts by jeff mcdonald who's the brother of david and aaron um runs adam car club he has kind of made some interesting posts about how asm is laying down the foundation to ultimately become like the web three of steam 
and where the difference is is that you can really give the power back to game makers and creators because if you have successful games that are are free um you can monetize that through uh you know skin economies or, or ai that's targeted towards a very uh specific use case and i think that's quite interesting but that's you know more of a longer term project because obviously the tools need to be kind of very robust and easy to use until you can build that out and so kind of back to your other question so i do think it is important that they nail the uh you know afa and these other kind of early games just as that really that key proof of concept so that you can really kind of spark the interest for so many of these creatives these uh developers and i generally think i mean the idea with afa is so good in that it's what it is it's just it's it's an education of machine learning in being able to kind of optimizing your understanding of how it works and being able to adjust several levers um and i think that if there's enough skill involved in that it's basically guaranteed to be a hit because then the community can create all of these economies with ranking systems and uh you know rewards and tournaments and engagement and then it's just going to create tons of interest because i mean there's nothing out there that like exists and i think when at least for when i'm talking to some of my other friends when they understand kind of what that is i mean they're all super excited about it the hard part obviously is is the onboarding when it comes to uh crypto and you know owning your own nfts and wallets and that i think that's the barrier um of whether they can get to you know millions of brands and millions yeah. of users or not i um i want to get to that notion of mass market adoption here in a second um but before we do so r2 any thoughts on sort of the game strategy that phil was describing yeah i mean i think it goes back to what you said phil that um i guess i i trust what they've do what they're doing because so far they've executed so well um they've built up the storyline and um and just the concept you know i fell in love with it back in i don't know september last year and it's just been in lo along for the ride and enjoyed it thoroughly it's the only well you know i mean i mean futureverse but you know asm is the project i'm most bullish on um i would be more inclined to think like your friend though um you know do one thing do it well and then build out from there um but yeah Again, do you think all of these talks and collaborations and new agreements and partnership and new game developments are they? Do you feel like they uh, could be a distraction from AFA? And do you think that we AFA is being unnecessarily delayed because of that? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not posing yeah. it as a kind of strong yeah. question. It's obviously there's a nuance there. I think it seems like a lot of things have just sort of um, snowballed and built sort of concurrently um you know just hearing you know shara um her story you know she sort of was researching ai and then somehow she got involved and now she's like quite not central but like quite heavily involved in the project and i think a lot of these things have just happened and um i mean i don't actually think there's any rush to um to bring out a for other than for satisfying our desire of when um so you know, if they're able to prove out one use case and through their connection through Delphi, they've, you know, uh, you know, built up another collaboration, all these sorts of things. I don't think that's such a, a big deal, but I definitely, I can see that the value in doing one thing, doing it well, and then using that to build upon. But it sounds like they're already building really 
strong partnerships and collaborations without having actually produced Web3 kind of investment culture, whereas, uh, you know, Web2, it's obviously you have a product and it's like, oh, this game or this product is great. Let me invest. Whereas this is more, let's uh, sell people on the idea, give them NFTs and then kind of fund it through that, which is obviously not the case with ASM uh, as a cookie cutter example, but it is kind of just an interesting thought between Web2 and Web3. Yeah. One one last thought um, to your question, Phil, regarding scaling strategy and are they giving themselves distractions or should they be laser focused on one thing? I thought David gave an interesting answer to a slightly different question during the AMA and somebody was asking about their gaming abilities and do they outsource them? Do they use an in-house team? He basically said it was a combination of both, but he also addressed the fact that they're, they recognize that they're a protocol and platform company first and a gaming and content Mm -hmm. company second. And so I think, you know, to that end, if they've created their playbook around that, you know, being the the steam of the Web3 space, then they're really executing that playbook. And really they just need AFA to be that POC that is gonna have some really diehard, you know, fandom associated with it. it's funny because like every conversation was, AFA was always gonna be this POC. And then I think the fact that they saw how how good it could be, saw the traction, kind of saw it, maybe not as a triple A game, but saw that we can make so much more out of this proof of concept than just having it as a bit of a, like quite nice wireframe or slightly better game. And that's why they've kind of gone in, which I, I, like I say, I I genuinely can't question it, but it's it's quite nice to hear, um, you know, hear alternative opinions about within the community or outside of the community about these things. Cause it makes you just think about, Oh, am I being too naive? Am I being, you know, am I just too in love? Is there just too much of a bromance going on here with me and the McDonough that it's like, well, well, surely they, they never do anything wrong, but it's, it is, it is good to to question it and to think, well, you know, hold on a sec. Uh, You know, we were, we were expecting a game. Was it Q1 2022? And it's like Q2. Now it's probably uh, end of year and it's, yeah. it's fine. Like I doesn't, but if anything, it gives you an opportunity to be able to try and get a few more of these assets at potentially depressed prices rather than the game out, there's hype, you know, loads of new people coming into community, which obviously we all want, but it's an opportunity, isn't it? And the longer that opportunity is around, that's potentially a good thing for us as well. Yeah. Early, early adopters. All right. So just looking at the clock, I want to be mindful of time. <laughs> there's, there's a lot We've of covered most of the things you want to cover Nick, topics sure, yeah. here. So <laughs> let me, let me list three big topics and you guys let me know with our remaining time, which one you want to talk about. So they talked about um, the splicing and all stars uh, at scale. And, you know, in addition to the scaling of brains, we're going to have to scale all-star characters that tied into um, the question of what do primes get? and the yield that they're going to get there, mm-hmm. um, some of the legal implications that David had alluded to. And then uh, the last two topics were the differences between Gen 1 and Gen 2 brains and the sort of value differences. Uh, and then the last was um, was um, what earlier, which is mass market adoption and onboarding and what needs to happen between crypto native power users versus normies. What do you guys think? I like the, not the last topic. one. Hmm? Yeah, the I last like, one. I like the first topic. No, I would say not the last one. 
not the last one. one. As in, as in, of the things that I'm most excited to talk about, that especially on you know, hot on the heels of last yeah. night's AMA, the yeah. the mass adoption onboarding. You know, we're going to have lots of AMAs to kind of. Yeah, no, I, sure. I, I tend to agree. Um, okay, I, I like the second point. So, R two like the first. Maybe we can kind of touch both quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R two, kick us off. Um. So yeah, I mean, so I guess we found out that SDG is required for splicing. Well, they're caught splicing for now, um, all stars. Um, so I guess one of the things I thought was interesting about that is so far what we found out is to produce new all stars. Um, the only process to do that is through splicing. So as opposed to uh, brains, which can be produced by either splicing or genome mining. Um, so to me, it almost, puts even more value on an all-star um, because the only way to produce more all-stars is by having all-stars, whereas you can produce brains by holding Asta. You don't even need a Genesis brain. Um, and, you know, if we're already producing, I'm assuming the 165K um, target for uh, Gen 2 brains is to coincide what they think the demand will be for just AFA, um, then really, which is like, I guess, I assume that means we need, you know, probably no fort or actually a quite a significant amount of all stars. Um, so I think that that was interesting. And then I think the the other thing that was interesting was um, in the AMA when someone asked specifically about primes, um, David sort of pivoted to talk about how um, there was issues about whether or not. Um, well, talked about yield generating assets and whether or not that could be a problem with you know bodies like the SEC. Um, so I think clearly that sort of um, indicates that there's some sort of potential yield component, or that's what they've been considering. And I think um, PJ, you kind of mentioned something that you knew or that you you've heard about that um, they've been considering, which I hadn't actually heard about. So, um, did you want to? Yeah, talk I about think that? just around that. I mean, I think that the the primes is kind of such a small subset of the community that obviously the prime holders that i'm i know of you know they like they the number of times on it on chats and on things understandably so is like when do we get more prime alpha when do we get and it is interesting because obviously it's been talked about we know it relates to breeding we know there's some sort of yield element um i think what i what was interesting is i've always thought when i look at asm as a alter state machine as a concept and as an investment and as a protocol i kind of feel like there's two plays i feel like one is like nick just talked about we're building the the platform and the protocol for gaming and ai gaming specifically and i thought that really that play is asto and that play is brains the genesis brains that's kind of how i've looked at it personally and then secondly i thought okay all stars they're amazing i love all stars all-stars and arenas and bosses and primes that's a play on i thought that's a, more of a play on afer and more of a play on along with afer will people bootstrap their game onto the characters that are already there for them but it's a different it's like it's more of a it's more of like getting into a game studio like we talked about before than it is a protocol level i thought what was interesting on last night's ama is through through the answers that the team gave is that to me now, we know that All Stars are linked in terms of the Asto energy creation that 
you're going to basically be able to, or the, well, sorry, the ASTO claim, the reverse claim. So we know that even those two are connected by, because some component of an all-star is its reverse claim on ASTO, however that works and however that's gamified. But on top of that, it's quite clear that that concept of people wanting to potentially, either we develop, ASM develops all-star games that can or can't be a success, but and then other teams could like one of those games and choose to invest more heavily or to develop it in a different way. Clearly that is getting some traction, whereas before it was kind of like a thing that could get traction. And so now I think that instead of it being two separate things, it still is two separate things, but they seem like they both have a lot of traction and a lot of opportunity and potentially, you know, upside. Um, which I, which I, that's the thing I came away thinking. I'm normally like, am I bullish on the protocol? Am I bullish on AFA? If I'm more bullish on AFA, I might think, okay, I'll pick up some cheap all stars. If I'm more, then you know, brains is always an easy one, apart from the, the fact that it's more ETH, because there's never a reason why I don't think you need more Genesis brains, just because, like, why wouldn't you? And, if, and getting back to one of the part, points of this question. You know, it keeps getting come back. Everyone's saying, like, what's the value of Genesis? There's going to be so much liquidity with Gen 2. Gen 2, when you've got one, that's your brain. You do all of your games. You've got nothing you can do with that with that profile, the, your gaming profile, other than sell it. And that's kind of quite a harsh thing to do if you've been spending hours and hours, you know, whether it's Axie or AFA, mastering and improving your brain for your character and the only way you can actually get financial remuneration from that is to sell it whereas genesis you can splice it you can create a new version that hopefully will share some of the successes so that and then obviously there could be whitelists and different things like this which we've talked about before but i was i was truly um again reinforced that conviction on genesis brains and i like you know i'm hopefully this goes out after chasing tails buys a few more brains because she's so mad at me like yeah. raving about the brains yeah. and picking up more brains and like she always thinks i'm bidding just slightly ahead of her in the market so um, yeah I, I picked up a couple this week as well and she was <laughs> scalding me oh no <laughs> um yeah i mean this is a good kind of lead way into what um, what Tanuki had said, just going, I, uh, I feel like we did kind of good job of answering the last one, but, um, what is the value of gen one versus gen two brains? And I mean, the way that I kind of look at it is that you have all of these sort of, uh, very dedicated gamer gamers, like you have an addictive game, like world of Warcraft, for example. And, and, you know, let's say you spend ha like half of a, a year in gameplay or something after, you know, five, 10 years or something, you know, a lot of people get to that point and then they're just kind of done. They're ready for a new chapter. And so if you just have that and it's, it's a gen two brain, like obviously that's still inherently valuable. And, and a lot of people would do that. They'd have these, you know, level 60 or level hundred, whatever they got to in world of Warcraft and they'd sell them. And most likely the value they got is not even close to the value that they invested in with all those years. But I think now, with the gen one brains, it allows people that really invest huge amount, large amounts of time into to recapture a lot of the value in terms of that investment, because they can then recreate some of that into to copies and monetize it. And so if, if they're no longer interested in doing the training, they can then kind of shift and turn it into sort of a monetization 
uh, venture because they've created something that's very valuable to the market. Well, someone is certainly going to have the Ajax or Ajax. I don't know how you truly pronounce it. Irwin's going to kill me with the Dutch stuff, but um, you know, like they're very good at their academy system in football. And, and so there's going to be the striker specialist or the defender specialist that is just going to corner that market. So yeah, and this get I think ready. is what's good. What you think is what's good. What you buying is this whole idea of really the hard work starts when these games come out. Like in terms of, if, yeah, I think a few people said. I think it was who was it that said on the call about brain farming, and it's like you know that's what I'm looking to do. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking to do that, you've got to be looking at. There's a whole lot of data analysis you're going to need to do. There's a whole lot of playing and actually looking at the different combinations with brains and with players and that's just for one game without the next legends without burn down all you know all these other potential derivatives and that so if you want to if you are investing that time as a brain manager coining a new term then yeah. you, you, know, you really do need to be like take that really seriously and invest an awful lot of time probably not necessarily playing the game as you would do like you said in a world of warcraft type scenario but more in a case of these are my assets that I'm using like a, like a football manager style. I'm sending out a team. I'll see, I'll look at the reports and see how that team does. Now I've got forest green rovers. I'm going to send those out and they're going to play. And now I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of those two players and draft in these other two new players. That that's going to be so exciting and also so complicated. And that's just one game. And we're talking about a protocol and a platform for yeah hundreds of games, aren't we? Which is just, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, I think I just get way too, way too positive when we ever we have those conversations. <laughs> hey guys, we're we're at time, so I guess okay. if there's any parting thoughts, let's share those now. Otherwise, let's shift over to. Uh, speaking of uh, excitement, PJ, what what excites you most? Oh God, uh, I mean everything I've just said. Really, I think. Yeah. I uh, I, I need to. I think I do need to 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 just try and I, I kind of want to focus my time just purely on ASM because it's so easy to get distracted and have the whole magpie of oh what are they doing over there and like maybe that this you know you get dragged in especially within our ecosystem you get dragged into whether it's buzzies or atom or or seekers or which are all amazing opportunities and interesting things to look at but I kind of I love doing this where you basically reset your your sort of your target on what you want to do, what's important to you. Why I minted back in October is with this concept of football game with artificial intelligence players where you can kind of draft it like a football manager style. AI, I mean, it's with, with what has proved to be an amazing... I mean, my real first driver was just hearing a lot of the calls with Aaron. And now to see like to get more more awareness of of david and him to really like be the, the obviously the the leader that we know he is and to and to sort of follow that all through i think it's it's it blows my mind that i kind of feel like we'll be looking back in a year's time and thinking why didn't we buy more brains why don't we buy more all-stars we had all of the pieces of the, jo- the jigsaw but we didn't just not put them together we put them together we saw the jigsaw and then we decided uh what if what if we're wrong? And this is kind of how I feel in a sensible, not, not to, you know, no, we don't want anybody you know, spending money, investing money that they can't afford to lose. 
but there's the opportunity to me every AMA I come off and I can't sleep even if it's one o'clock in the morning I'm just thinking oh my god oh my god <laughs> so yeah if that's bullish enough for you <laughs> that's pretty bullish how about you R2 what do you What's your sentiment? Oh, oh, first of all, first of all, I'll say PJ. I think you have enough brains. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you're. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, there's only ten thousand. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that, that's. I mean, yeah, that, that's that is another thing. When you've got when you're potentially onboarding millions, I think. I mean, uh, these are still expensive items. Let's be honest. Yeah, they are. They are yeah. Um, I think this, this. Yeah, like you guys, I'm. There's, I'm excited about multiple things. Um, I mean, obviously, there's the announcement. To, I mean, what is it that's going to onboard millions of people? Um, I love the game of football, um, so I'm really excited about AFA. I'm really excited to see how the AI um, is involved in the game mechanics. How um, what other sort of game mechanics uh, exist outside of just um, the actual uh, AI characters playing? So I'm guessing the trading side of things as well, and how people put their teams together, and what kind of dynamics exist there. Um, and I'm just excited to learn about how, you know, what the capabilities of AI um, in the different types of games, um, but then also the other use cases like uh, things like music or DeFi that's been mentioned. So uh, pretty wide there, but I guess I'll, I'll focus in on AI as, uh, sorry, AFA, as that's probably the most, uh, that's probably the most closest milestone. Yeah, here, here. All right, ZapDuck, bring us home. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with a lot of the points. Um, that PJ and R2 made. I think for me, it's it's most excited with AFA specifically. Um, I I just think that this is such a great idea. Um, I, I'm mainly excited just to see, like, can I educate myself on kind of some of the nuances of machine learning and how it works? And then because I'm so competitive, like, can I be, be can I organize my team to be consistently beating you guys? And that's like what I want to know. Like, <laughs> and if I'm losing, like, I'm just going to, you know, you got to have to buckle down and kind of study strategy guides until, uh, until I get Love to it. a point where my team is, is kicking butt. Um, but yeah, sure. I'm, I don't know. I'm excited about the ranking systems. If, if, if they do have tools that um, allow us to like, I think part of it um, back from my, my gaming days is a lot of it is like status. And so almost if we could create like a ranking leaderboards where you get to a certain level and then you get like a special icon, or let's say like we created like a, like a special like Cape item that you could wear on your all-stars. Like, I think that's cool. Because <laughs> I love you, it. you are that's incentivizing uh, gamers or players to get good because they want to get these rare items. And the only way to Win get cake. them is through, getting to those top tier levels of performance. So I think um, that's, when a, that zoom gets built in. Out, that's a zoom call in itself. That is right, yeah. isn't it? We could, yeah. have, we could have a chat for an hour about that. That's an awesome idea. Yeah, what so you, hopefully we can get to there. I, I, I've got, I think we are, I think it's honestly, I, I'm so bullish on ASM and um, I have to stop myself because I just want to keep buying more and more. Uh, <laughs> but I, I can't, I can't come up with a good reason why I shouldn't. So um, that's kind of where I, yeah. What, yeah. what about you, Tanuki? What, how, yeah. what are your, what are your thoughts? No, I'm with you guys. I, you know, like uh, R2 had alluded to, there's, there's really three main use cases that David had kind of constructed when building this project. And we're all, you know, uh, still shaking from all of the gaming implications of it. So that's where I, my head's at is just being able to roll my sleeves up and start turning knobs and dials with AI and seeing, you know, sort of what the impact of that is. 
Um, so yeah, I, I'm just excited to start, um, you know, playing around with it. And I think that the notion of Asto utility and kind of the burning of that is going to, um, be right around the corner. So I'm excited to see what happens there. Right on. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we're all still literally shaking. So, uh, <laughs> have, have a great night guys. Thanks for, uh, Thanks for coming together on this. Yeah, yeah, thanks, for, meeting, and, and, uh, thanks for all this thing. Thanks for organizing. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Sounds Thank good. You.